Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir Fergie. He's about to jump on and he's ready to celebrate the Dallas Mavericks moving on and playing the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. We get into that matchup, the previous matchup, and we get into the Eastern Conference matchup between uh, the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat and what happened to Milwaukee. Listen in. Use that accent right now. Go for it. I'm gonna give you the spotlight That's right. for a little bit. In the heart of Texas, baby, we've got Dallas to the Western Conference Finals, as I had um, called it at the beginning of the playoffs. Right? Didn't I say the Heat yeah, and the Mavs? I feel like there was a little bit of irony that you picked the Suns and then your team beat the Suns. To- Wait, no, I didn't pick the Suns. At the beginning of the season, you picked the Suns. Oh, oh yeah, but at the beginning of the playoffs, I picked yeah, my Mavs yeah, yeah, and the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, first let's just get into you. We didn't make any bets because you unfortunately weren't able to make it. Ali did a very nice job helping out. Um, so you still stay at 2650. I'm at 30, 375, so I'm slowly getting up there. Let's just do four games this week. We got, um, let's do two of each. So we're going to do Damn. Dallas at Golden State tomorrow night. Who you got? I'm I'm ready. I who do you want to go for? Which one do you want to go first? So Dallas uh, at Golden State tomorrow. I mean, what do you what do you think I'm gonna you, say? They're not gonna sweep. So let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm if going, you want no, to. no, no. Honestly, the game one, it's at Golden State, correct? Yes. I'm going Golden State game one because I think game seven they were ready. They came out firing. I feel like maybe a little bit uh, let down and Golden State's going to come out swinging. I think they'll get game one. How much you got there? I just got a hundred. I think the same thing. I think Golden State got a day, a, a, one more extra day off. And I think that helped them out, especially since they're a little bit older. They're, Dallas is coming off what, right? Seven games day off and, in, and a night of partying into game one i think they'll be a little slow all right oh, yeah. next game is uh the game two of this tonight's game boston at miami looks like miami is doing pretty well tonight yeah so, what's the uh what's the score and i haven't seen any of it right now so so it's uh boston is down 84 96 oh okay uh, with about nine oh my gosh the third quarter what the hell happened yeah yeah miami would just put a stomping on them so wow third quarter 39 to 14 Jeez. Yeah, okay yeah um so it's it's in miami right yep yep i gosh it's gonna be hard to say you know depending on how the first game ends but I guess I could just say home court is going to kind of stick in game two. So I'll go with Miami uh, for game two as well, just for a hundred. Okay. I will say the same thing. Cause I don't know what the status of Marcus smart is and he's a big time uh, important guy against Miami, especially um, Definitely. also same thing with Al Horford. Mm-hmm. He's in the uh, safety and something protocol. So you don't know how many games he's going to miss. So tough time for that. To yeah. Do, huh? So I'm going to pick uh, Miami at bet hundred as well. Um, and then Wednesday, or then we're going to go all the way to Sunday, golden state in Dallas. So this is game three. This is game. Okay. So we're going to skip game two and we're going to, yeah, I just figured three. we'd okay, do one fair. home, yeah. one away. So kind yeah, of, yeah, you know up. what? I mean, same type of situation that happened 
<clears throat> excuse me, in the last series where Dallas came home and it didn't phase them and they were down 0-2. It didn't phase them at all. And what did they do? They said, okay, you know, we're, we're not going to get all down. I think we're going to swept and everything, even though some people out there, including maybe myself, thought it wasn't looking good after game two. Uh, they stuck together, switched the game plan up a little bit. I know, you know, I talked about certain things that you needed to do on the defensive end, uh, run another guy. So Luca wasn't just uh, one-on-one. And I think uh, kid did a really nice job of mixing up some defense a little bit. So it wasn't just Luca up top by himself uh, on an Island. I thought that was a, a key part in the series to kind of uh, mix and match a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to do the same thing. Game three. I can, I can feel Dallas with a win for a hundred. Okay, so you're going to go Dallas with 100. Uh, I'm actually going to go the opposite. I think the first two games might split. So I think game three, uh, Golden State might come back. But I'm only going to bet 50 because I have limited budget. So that's that one. And then the next one we got, uh, it'll be Monday, uh, Miami at Boston for their game three. You know, so... So I, I'm going to go against their home court now, and I'm going to pick Miami because I feel that with the, the couple of injuries, as you mentioned as well, uh, if they're not back, uh, Miami did have a few extra days off. Boston had a, a tough series at the very end, you know, grinding. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just feel like that defense is going to force, uh, you know, what's his name, uh, Brown to have to win that series. Uh, Miami's going to do such a great do- job on Tatum forcing tough shots, double team, triple team, whatever it is. And if Brown isn't shooting at a 40% three point clip, um, I'm going to go Miami for that, for that next game as well. I think, I think that might only go, uh, go five games. I think Miami's going to take them in five. Oh, wow. Well, I want the opposite. I'm just going to be the only one that we go against each other. I got Boston. I think uh, they're going to get smart back potentially by game three. I think Al Holford should be back by then. And they're going to have fresh guys kind of coming in, maybe re- revitalize just the energy, whether they win or first two games or not. I just feel like it just it might help them out more. So I got my uh, I got Boston for that one for 100. Well, I'll tell you what, looking at these last two series, I mean, this is beautiful basketball. You got four of the, you know, really good defensive teams. But I mean, four teams that are playing as great teams right now at the end there, yeah. there's not one of the four that if they won i'd be like pissed off about now i know yeah. boston for you you wouldn't want them to win but as a team though like i would respect if they want it because they've been building for a few years now miami the way that they play team ball i would have no problem with them winning uh, obviously i would love if the mavericks you know were, were to win again uh, that'd be my team but um you know if they don't and golden state uh, beats them heck watching golden state go through what they did with the injuries last year and a half or so uh to show that they can come back yeah. and be on top uh who, who doesn't love that story i mean yeah watching the the western conference is going to be a blast uh i really enjoy watching both of those teams play on the offensive end um how they move and share the ball so really gonna be fun it's it's kind of like they were talking about it early on some other podcast, but it's like the East seems more of a defensive rivalry, kind of like bruiser kind of game. And then the West Coast just seems like it's going to be like you always used to say, pick the overs because they're just going to shoot the lights out. So I uh, mean, it's going to be entertaining, right? Yeah. But yeah. but for both sides, if you watch, if you got a chance to sit there, if they're both on the same day 
you would get the best of both parts of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. You're a defensive minded guy and you love that rough and tough and kind of, you know, dig your heels in the ground. You would love the first game. And not to say the second game won't be that or the other game, you know, the West could turn into a defensive battle as well. You never know how the matchups change throughout a series and who's going to go head to head against Luca and, you know, get embarrassed like Booker did. So, <laughs> well, okay. Speaking of those guys, let's get into that previous matchup Dallas versus Suns. Yikes. I personally think that there should be a lot more blame put on Chris Paul for. He's so they were saying how you know Booker didn't step up, he didn't do this, Aiton was whatever, he was a no show. But isn't the reason that you have Chris Paul there the reason he should be taking over the game seven? Absolutely, one million percent correct. He's the one that needs to be saying, Oh, you're having an off night, that's okay, I'm gonna put you on my shoulders. And I'm going to show you the way to, even if you're having a tough night shooting or whatever, maybe you're going to get a defensive rebound. You're going to get a steal. You're going to, you know, whatever it takes, I'm going to lead you there. But yeah, same type of thing as what we've said in years past though. That's what he's brought in to do, but has he ever done it? Has he ever won? So as much as we think, Oh, he's the guy. Shouldn't he do this? Shouldn't he that? Yes, he should because of how much he's getting paid. But is he that guy to do it? Well, so let's let's just clarify. He's not. I I also I'm not a huge fan of Chris Paul's. That's I think that's been noted. But game seven, he plays 31 minutes and only takes eight shots. That's that's unacceptable. How are we criticizing Harden for having that type of performance? But Chris Paul, who is considered an all-time great, considered one of the best. All these players are backing him, that this, that, another. You shoot only eight shots. Only eight shots. You have 10 points in a clinching game seven. Yeah. Like that is that's that's embarrassing. Like I so they we looked up or they mentioned that he has lost in a 2-0 lead five times now in his career. And I looked at all of them. I went back and looked. There's an article about this entire thing. Yep. This season, last season in the finals against the Blazers in 16, the Grizzlies in 13, and the Spurs in 08. First and foremost, since 2016, almost every year, their excuse of him losing the, in each round is an injury. Uh, an injury that all of a sudden comes out out of the nowhere. night after the game is over. Right? Like, gotcha. Like, he, he, I didn't see him limp at all the last three, four games. All of a sudden, he starts limping off the game when you only take eight shots and you're getting blown out in the first quarter, basically. What third quarter? It was 39, uh, tw- or was it 49, 54? I think I posted 54. Yeah, it's it tough, but yeah, you, you can't accept defeat. So you got to have some excuse, right? So, I mean, a few different things coming to play. You look at after game two, right, when they were up 2-0, mm-hmm. he scored 12, 5, 7, 13, and 10. And I'm not saying he has to score a lot because he could be the, the point guard, assistant, getting other guys involved, which he does need to do as well, correct? Right. Do you know that in games three, four, and five, he shot zero free throws? 
being wow. a crafty veteran that right. he talks right. about who can draw fouls, do this, do that, whatever he needs to do. He shot zero free throws. Yeah. Is, is he not attacking? He came six. What was, I mean, five, excuse me. Yeah. He shot zero again. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing to, he shot two free throws. I mean, he only, it's, you know, Ali mentioned this. As soon as he hit his birthday, he started going downhill. Which I, I mean, you can't go down. I'm look. We're all, yeah. all, all over 37, but um, I don't think your skills diminish like that. You know. Um, and but it's just interesting happened? how he gets no blame for this. It's yeah. it's Aiton's fault because of this, and it's Booker's fault because of that. Booker, look. You can say whatever you want about Booker. He kept, he kept it, he kept shooting. I mean, I mean, I guess none of them really shot a lot, but he shot 14 yep. shots. But within the first what three, four minutes, he just chucking up shots, at least trying to be aggressive, whether you make yeah. it or miss it. So so two things. One, mm-hmm. I want to get into um the Aiton situation. But first, you mentioned Paul's not getting any heat. How about your boy Pat Beverly giving him some heat though? Right, right. And so, so he like he did get a little bit. Well, no, he did from Pat Beverly and him just have this Pat Beverly doesn't he has he's honest. But like even then, Matt Barnes comes out and defends Chris Paul. I don't care what his previous records are, you know, I I think I wish some of the guys would have come out and potentially defended the. The information that Pat Beverly was saying, Mm -hmm. not the way he was said it, though. Right. Right. So everybody there were so many people out there like just oh that's wrong blah 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 blah. no the information is not inaccurate he didn't show up he played terrible his defense was awful as well like why can't you guys be talking about that but games one and two everybody was so quick to talk about how luca is the worst defender in the world yep yep yeah it's it's funny because they just they made it very clear it they realized chris paul couldn't control the offense and play defense so they went at him on you know on the defensive end and he he just got tired and that's a coaching decision that's a chris paul thing maybe on the offensive end maybe you need to step it back but at some point i don't know i i feel like he uh monty got out coached i think at some point but yeah. i also think that um that chris paul who's supposed to be the coach on the floor got outplayed by significantly younger Luca and they, you know, when you do a pick and roll and you're literally asking for Chris Paul to come guard you and you just turn your back on him and post them up. Yep. You know, it's, it's strategy. It works. Cause Chris Paul does used to do that against other defenders, you know, on the opposite end. So. Hey, how about, how about our boy, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie coming over in that trade coming up huge, huge in a big game, 30 points in game seven. Speaking of, you know, people that show up for game sevens and people that don't. So did you, did you hear about the comment? Was it Lil Wayne that said he heard um, Monty Williams tell Aiden you quit on us? Yeah. 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 So what, I mean, when we're talking about getting out coached and everything, I don't know what happened or, there was something prior to the fourth quarter or something for him to say that, but you basically just ran out your future big man for the next 10 years by with that comment. Which is interesting because he's got a player option, I think for next year. And then they have to either sign him to a max or get rid of him. So uh, that's going to be the interesting part of what are they going to do with him 
coming up because I mean, if somebody's going to embarrass him like that, I could totally see him being like, I'm out, you know, like I'm done. The way that the players are these days, if they're not happy, people are out. They just, they're running for the hills, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and how are you, how are you going to blame him also? So game six, he had 21 and 11 game five. He had 20 and nine game four. He had 14, 11, 16 and 11. Like where is this fall coming from? Why didn't he bench Chris Paul and say, you quit on us. Like yeah. your effort is quit. Like, I don't understand if he's so afraid you're going to go after this young guy. Um, that comment was terrible. So getting out coach, that's an understatement in game seven. Yeah. It was, it's interesting. Cause like, uh, I guess he even feels underappreciated. I guess a statement came out, you know, no, saying that his side feels like the, uh, the sons aren't taking advantage of his, what he can provide on the court. And he's, he, I'm assuming something's going to happen. Maybe they might trade him before the draft. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had the, the draft lottery or the, you know, how it goes from who got the first pick and all that stuff today. Did you, I completely didn't even know that was happening today until I got the schedule or the results from it. So, uh, but he might be on the move. I don't know where. Oh, there's, there's 10 to 15 teams, maybe even more that would be lined up to sign him for, for a contract. Uh, no, there would be. I, I'm just curious yeah. where, like what team you think like, okay, Kings aren't going to do it. Cause they just gave up a guy in the same draft. Right. Um, Golden state already has a big man Clippers maybe, but who do you get out of the Clippers? I mean, there's so many, there's so many things right now, depending on, I mean, is Chris Paul coming back? I, yeah, I'm assuming so. He's not retiring and he's got a pretty good contract. So who knows? Who knows yeah. what the Suns decide to to do? I mean, they could trade him for draft picks. They could trade him just straight up for another great player on another yeah. team that yeah. wants to go in a different direction. I mean, I there's there's so many options. Okay, let's let's move on to the other. Side. Well, let's talk about Dallas. They, I mean, we're talking all about the the Suns. Dallas, look, they got blown out in Game Five, and then came back and just embarrassed the Suns in two well, games. You know what? A, a lot of it, I think is coming from the maturity of, of Jason Kidd as a coach. Um, he's got these guys bought in. They, they lost one game. So, so be it. We're still a great team. We're going to do what we do. And they stuck to it. And I, I got to give him a ton of credit. I mean, you look at last season and then the changes from the team to this season. What, what did you do differently? You got Porzingis out. Yes. That's a big, that's a big move. But Luca is a is is a crazy different. If it looks like he's a different player, right? Yeah, yeah. And some of the yeah. things that he's able to do, sure, he's still a lot of ISO ball, all that. But he's gotten in shape. He's doing a lot of other things. Um, I mean, I give a lot of credit to to Jay Kidd for what he did this series. Uh, I think he's totally stepping up. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, the right time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, look. continue to stay with with Luca. Luca, I'm sure, has respect for him being a Hall of Fame point guard and everything. That may be the guy he needs to, to lead him. Yeah, and that's exactly what you said. He's he's being coached by one of the great bigger point guards. You know, yeah. Chris or Jason Kidd was what six four ish somewhere yeah. in that range. And but you know, play, yeah, but he played big. He didn't. You're yeah. right. He didn't. He wasn't this uh, you know quick guy that was just dribbling around guys. He he played bigger and did some post ups and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and so so I think that helps him quite a bit. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun matchup between Golden State. I think. Um, do you think there's anybody on Golden State that can match up a, with Luca? Um, I'll tell you what. 
they I, and one guy that's going to be they're going to get Draymond a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. But from a foul standpoint, I think Draymond. I, I think you need to keep him inside a little bit and you can't put him on full time. You're yeah. going to, you're going to get a dose of clay on him, right? Yeah. You're going to yeah. get a dose of Draymond. And then I think a little X factor in this series, you might see Kaminga a little bit more with his size and strength. I know he's young, but you may see him give a little run and uh, with his athletic ability might give Lucas some fits with his, uh, with his size. Yeah, no, I, 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 can, I think uh, uh, Draymond will play probably more on him like later on in the game, probably fourth quarter, five minutes, six minutes into the game. That's when they'll yes. really match up against them. Um, I mean, they, but they're going to do this pick and roll, uh, you know, and so you, they try to get to switch on on yep. Luca with Luca. But in general, Draymond will be on. I think you're right about the other two. I think Clay and uh, Kaminga will definitely be the guys yeah i mean what what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to pick and roll with curry's guy right yep yeah to, to get curry on him but the warriors are smart enough to know that that they're going to have the curry up top double switch to where you get him coming off the screen him up there but taking the other guy who's close by and they kind of do this weave action to get a third bigger guy whether it's kaminga or or clay on him as well so. yeah I don't yeah. know if pool's big enough. I, I wouldn't know. Pool. Pool's definitely not big enough. He's probably smaller than if like physically he's not as strong. Uh, so he's probably going to, they might actually do more of a pool pick and roll than Steph on him. And who I think uh, Curry will stay away from, in my opinion, I love Curry, trust me, but they're going to keep him away from Brunson. Oh I, yeah. I think Brunson will just body the heck yeah. out of him inside. Yep. Yep. And that will not be a good look for Curry. So um, I'm trying to think who they're going to have Curry be on because not going to match up with any other guys really well. Well, who's the starting five for Dallas? The starting five for Dallas basically would be, uh, let's go. You got Luca. you got Brunson, you got Dwight Powell. Oh, Reggie Bullock. They'll put him yeah. on Bullock. Yep, Bullock. Bullock's the guy, you know. They and then don't... Finney Smith will be with uh, probably Clay Thompson. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, they 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 can hide Steph in there. And look, Steph isn't then, a great defender, but he's not horrible. No, no, know? no, no. He, he's you good know. enough, but I'm just saying the size. You're not going to put him on Luka. Yeah. And and I think, I mean, they're going to put him on Brunson a little bit, but I do think Brunson will get inside and use some of his weight advantage on, on yeah. Curry. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to the other side. Boston and Miami. We spoke about them <clears> earlier. Oh, <throat> uh, uh, yeah. Um, so – what do we think of Milwaukee exiting earlier than we expected? Um, it, I think just I want, Middleton. I don't want to Middleton say not surprised, but because Middleton was out, yeah. that happens. You know, year over year, you get a, a guy that's injured on a team that's supposed to go a little further, and it doesn't happen. Uh, of course, they didn't have all their players. Uh, would I like to see them at full strength versus Boston full strength? Of course, yeah. but that's what happens. Yeah, I'm going to say Boston is kind of put in their, their time earn their stripes to be able to make it here as well. Uh, you got Brown, Tatum, Smart. Those guys have, have been around. They have put in that time, worked on their game, gotten better. I mean, Tatum is a absolute superstar that is showing out every game now. Um, so, yeah, they, they deserve to be there. I'm not sad that Milwaukee got bounced. And I think you got two great teams who it's going to be a battle. For some reason, I think Miami is going to get it in five. I hope for seven just because – I love watching game sevens, but I think Miami's going to uh, going to put some nice team team performances together and uh, and take it in five. Uh, you know what's interesting is uh, if look Grant Williams went off 
in that game. I mean, he went off. No one really expected that. Like you expect maybe 12, 13, but not like he shot what eight or six, seven threes, you know, some crazy stat like that. So he, um, he yeah. just outperformed above and beyond the expectations that anybody had for him. So um, I think that that was obviously a huge factor, but he had 27 points, you know, that game. That's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he shot yeah. 18 threes. That's, that's a little excessive. That's like Steph Curry numbers to shoot right. 18 threes. But if he was feeling it, I mean, yeah. What can you do? But then did you see game? Uh, but then did you see tonight? He shot one three or yeah, two three. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's defense is predicated on you sh- shooting threes and yeah. not corner threes, top of the key and then the wings. And so that's how, you know, their defense is based off. So they'll give you the outside shots. They won't give you the inside shots. Right. And yeah. so um, they were, ta- they were taking them and they were making them. That's why the first two games was blowouts. Cause it was either one team was making them and the other team wasn't, or the one, you know, vice versa. So um, yeah. the, fi- the final game basically ended where you had Grant Williams making a bunch of threes and you know what are you talking yeah they went they went crazy yeah the heat looked like they're gonna close it out they're up 12 with two minutes to go yeah yeah and so i think that'll be a fun matchup um i have a quick game for you if you are up for it i'm ready okay so these are potential contracts that will be uh, for next year can you guess the let me see how many players there were on this the most the highest paid contracts for next season there are six of them okay chris paul chris paul is not actually remember he redid his last year oh okay yeah so am oh for one um let's go james harden james harden is number two with 47.4 steph curry Steph Curry's number one with 48.1. Um, let's go Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is number six with 44.2. We got to go LeBron. Number five with 44.5. Oh, man. Okay. So I've listed five of the six. Yep. And I'll, if you want a clue, I can give you an easy one. Is it Embiid? No. Is he an MVP? He was one of them was an MVP a couple of years ago. They were traded for each other. Point guards. <laughs> uh, one of them didn't even play the season. Kyrie? No, no. John Wall oh, is John, number three. Oh my three. God, God, why do I keep forgetting that he's even in the he didn't play right last year? <laughs> that is so embarrassing. I keep, I forgot he was even in the league. And your favorite player of all time, my favorite player of all time, Westbrook. Russell the Muscle. <laughs> oh man! So the Lakers have two of the top six, and the combined is forty. No, a uh, ninety. 192 million basically and then you don't have ad too far behind right ad's i think third like high low 30s i think if that i mean that's correct. just that's embarrassing yeah that's... and the lakers don't don't have a first round pick do they 
They do not. They do. Oh. But you know, like I gotta look that up. Uh, I I know that swaps. I just don't know what what it means for the swaps with uh no with what's it called? Hey, uh, I'm gonna Pelicans. tell you what it means. I'm gonna mean it means the they no picks. are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, can uh, we just can we just say right now? I mean, what do you think the overs unders on their record is gonna be? Are they gonna make the playoffs next year? I think I'm. Mean, they're gonna make the playoffs next year. You think so? I'll put money on if I have any money at the end of the season. I'll put money on. <laughs> so wait, so the last thing oh, I know you got your game. So if you no, have something, else that was my game. That was my game. The that Magic game. got the number one overall pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Again, I mean, how many number one picks should a team be allowed in a certain stretch? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they they need it again, right? Oklahoma Look. City. Dang. All right. I'm looking at some of the things right so now. So here we go. This is the, it goes Orlando first, Thunder two, Houston three, Kings uh, four, uh, Pistons five, Indiana six, Portland seven, Pelicans eight, Spurs nine, uh, Washington Wizards 10, Knicks 11, Thunder uh, again at 12, uh, Charlotte at 13 and Cleveland at 14. So the Thunder have two and 12. Yep. Okay. And I'm assuming uh, that was from and, and number and number 30. They got Phoenix's pick. So they got three first round picks. You think they would bundle it up to, to trade for Orlando for Chet? No. Nah. No, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, because you're you're moving a bundle and all that, like you got the second pick. I don't think they're going to do that. But and then you got another team that has two picks. What was it? The uh, Hornets, Rockets. Anyways, you got. I only have the couple. top fourteen, so we can get into that next week, maybe. Yeah, but. you got a couple teams that have a couple picks in the first round via trade and all that. Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, they got the thirteen and the fifteen. Oh so wow, okay. that's you know that's huge. Not, not top ten or anything, but that could be one. You never know. There yeah. could be, they could be on the move that say, we'll trade you a 13 and a 15 for a top five. There may be a team that wants to get two first rounders instead of one, if they don't feel the value at the top. Would so, you do if, if the Suns for the Suns, you get 13, 15 and say Rogier as a backup point guard to Chris Paul for Aiden. I think that's, that's a pretty good one. That's tough. They, you know, they need it, a backup it depends on it depends on the contracts of what you have already in place um with some of the rest of your guys because you got to be able to what yes. you got to be able to uh pay bridges in the offseason you got to be able to pay ball right yeah but you're only taking rogier oh you're only I, I getting get uh, you're only picking up eight right and he's still on the rookie contract so i get it is is that somebody that's going to clog the lane for what they like to do though i i don't know if that's the right fit for them right right but i was just thinking that because the the suns need a backup point guard to relieve chris paul what do you mean campaign isn't your guy uh well you know i don't like him anyways but I, he's not doing he's not going to be the guy that's going to get 25 minutes he's going to get like 12 minutes 13 minutes isn't that funny how Things change so quickly year over year. Was it last year in the playoffs? Yes, it was, right? That everybody said, oh, my God, campaign is going to get this mega contract because he played so well. It was him. Yeah. And now people are like, he can't even sniff. Well, no, no, I mean, there's land. a limit Henry to his game. Yeah, there's a limit to his game. And especially just being undersized. In the playoffs, the regular season, he's fine. 
But when the playoffs come around, you're his size becomes a factor last year in the playoffs. He yeah. blew yeah. up for one series and everybody uh, jumped yeah. the gun and say, he's going to get a bag, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll come up with a mock trades in the off season, but in the yes. meantime, mock trades to the Mavericks, baby. Well, I got, I want golden state to go to the finals. You got Dallas. So that's a nice little matchup on our side, on this side. And then you have Miami. And I think I want Miami over Boston to go to the finals. So I think we're on the same side on that side. So there we go. All Let right. Begin. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. We got a couple of games every day or every day. We got a game to watch and it should be exciting. That's right. Go Mavs. There we go. Peace.